Hi, buds. Hi, buds. Hey, guys. It's me, Heather. Come here. And Donald, he wanted to join us. Look at the puppy dog. Look at the Donald. He's such a good boy. Such a good boy. Hello, it's me, Heather, and Donald. And it is Wednesday. So I'm doing Wednesday's Facebook Live. Now, this is what I'm going to talk about today. I watched the Elizabeth Holmes story on 2020 last night. Who else has watched that? And I found it utterly fascinating. Um, the whole thing, how she was able to scam the world, basically. She's a complete con artist, and uh, you can see it in her creepy eyes, and she was able to make up all of these lies and believe them herself and get high profile, very intelligent people to believe her is completely fascinating. And let me tell you why I think that um, there's another level to me being fascinated by this, is that many of you don't know, I was scammed by a con artist when I first started my first business, my bakery, the first bakery before Dollop. I had a bakery called the Cupcake Dreamery and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you what happened. It's a really long story though, so I think I'm just gonna break this into parts um, and share part of it, part of the story with you today because it's, it's, it's a long story, but it's a really crazy, uh, stranger than fiction, very reminiscent of Elizabeth Holmes and uh, the, the guy with the fire festival and the, um, that girl, Anna Del Delvaney, who was the socialite scammer con artist who's in jail. My story is very similar to um, these stories. So I had started, um, I started a bakery and it was a, it's a, it was a baking business initially. I tell the whole story about that some, in another video. Uh, and I, after I had started, I was, you know, doing okay. I was making, cupcakes and I had gotten some free publicity and it was starting to pick up and people were starting to contact me and I was starting to get business. And then I didn't know what to do. And I had no idea what I was doing. I had never had a business before. I didn't, I say, I like didn't even really know what the word entrepreneur meant. Like I didn't know anyone in business. I didn't know what I was doing. And um, I, met this guy and the, okay, so I've, I've told this story a little bit before, I've written about it before, and I, I usually leave this part out because it's really embarrassing for me how I met this guy. It's really embarrassing because you look back on it now and, and you'd be like, what the hell were you thinking, Heather? Like, why would you even, why would you even entertain the thought? And I know people who watch these like documentaries about Elizabeth Holmes and, and other con artists, when 
after you find out that someone's a con artist, you look back and you're like, how did they deceive all these people? How did they deceive all of these intelligent people? Like, I can't even fathom how they did it, but it happened to me. And so looking back, it's like, what was I thinking? But he not only deceived me, but he deceived high profile people in, in Rochester. He deceived really intelligent people, a lot of people, business, business owners. Um, it's just, the whole story is crazy. But anyway, the way that I met him, he sent me a message on Facebook. Now this was in 2009. Uh, I don't remember when I joined Facebook. It probably wasn't that long before that. Um, and he sent me a message on Facebook. I didn't know him, but we had mutual friends in common. So I thought, Psh, why not? Uh, so I replied, this is the embarrassing part, okay? The embarrassing part is what he messaged me and then how I got so involved with him. Uh, he messaged me, do you like to be tickled? That's what he messaged me. And I know you're thinking, Heather, that is a message you do not reply to. But I replied and I started engaging in conversation with him and he um, wanted to meet me for coffee at Starbucks. So we picked a time to meet at Starbucks and I, I remember showing up, having a conversation with him, and he told me that he was an investor. He told me he was an investor. He, I'm trying to like go back through my memory since I didn't prepare this. I'm trying to think back to everything that he said. He was an investor. He said he had invested in, um, or he was one of the people on the ground floor of Sirius Radio, and so he made a lot of money from Sirius Radio. Uh, from his stocks or whatever and something else he had some other prominent position that made him a lot of money uh, that he was originally from Pittsburgh and Rochester the wealthier neighborhood and that he was looking for um, companies to invest in and so I thought to myself like I don't really know what to do next with my business Maybe I need an investor. He seemed really interested. He seemed like he could really help my business. He said that he knew how to manage businesses. And so um, we decided that he would invest in my business and he would become the manager. So I, I titled him as the manager. Now to the outside world, when I introduced him to people, I introduced him as the business manager. Um, and I think some people thought that I was paying him, but in reality, he was supposed to be investing in the business. And would have, this wound up being 10 months, um, 10 months long that I was involved with him. And uh, all the things that happened along the way, we, I mean, we worked side by side every day for 10 months, every day. I, I trusted him with my business. I trusted him uh, with everything. He was, he, was setting up, um, he was setting up meetings with other business owners in the area. He was helping manage the employees. He was helping in the kitchen. He was 
Um, I mean, he was helping doing everything. He was with me all the time. And, uh, and I just trusted him. But some of the stories that he, that he came up with were so, so crazy, but he fooled everyone. So um, one, just one of the stories was that he said, and this is farther down, down the road, a few months in, he told me that he knew a producer uh, at Regis and Kelly. This was when there was still Regis and Kelly. He knew a producer at Regis and Kelly and they wanted to have me on the show as a guest. So he got me on the show for Regis and Kelly. I remember this because at the, at the same time, I was taking like my first vacation with my mom and her friend to Florida and um, leaving him in charge. I left him in charge of the whole business, the operations, the employees, everything. I left him in charge of everything. And I was in Florida with my mom and her friend and we were shopping for dresses because I needed a dress to be on Regis and Kelly. And I remember we were telling the, um, the, the clerk in the, in the store who was helping me pick out dresses, we were so excited because I was gonna be on Regis and Kelly. And he even went a step further and he hired, uh, he hired consultants in Rochester to prepare me to be live on air with Regis and Kelly. And I met with them a couple times. We even went to uh, NBC studio in, in Rochester and practiced on the set, them interviewing me. And he, he had everyone convinced that he knew the producers at Regis and Kelly and that I was gonna be on Regis and Kelly. He had everyone convinced. And obviously we eventually found out that that was a complete lie, complete hoax. He knew no one. Uh, and, and it was, and it, it, when he told me that it fell through, he made some strange excuse as to why it fell through. He never really explained. Um, and there were a lot of things like that. I remember that I was sitting in the space that we were renting at the time and there were other people there and my mom was there and and him and I would get into these really horrible fights because I didn't believe everything he was saying and he was so adamant about everything he was saying and we would get in these screaming matches sometimes and uh it was in front of people and it was really horrible, but he had everyone convinced. He had everyone fooled. Um, there are so many other things that happen and um, I'm gonna, I'll share, I'll share more stories because I'm gonna tell you what happened in the end and how I wound up putting him in state prison because that is, that's how, that's how the ending happened as I wound up putting him in state prison. Um, but there's so many other stories of how he convinced um, big businesses, people who like you really look up to, and and um, and he he won't he didn't he he didn't have any money. He wasn't an investor. He didn't have any money. He wound up when I finally found out he was living at his parents' house in Pittsburgh, and um, he had a. He had a daughter and he was estranged from the daughter's mother and and uh, he had no money. Everything that ever came out of his mouth was a complete lie. But he was good. He was so good.
good at lying. He was such, these con artists are so good. They're just good. They, they can fool everyone. They're just really, really good. Um, but that's, that's, that's how it started. That's how it started. And it continued on for 10 months, 10 months of this, um, until I found out that he was a con artist. I had no idea. It continued on for 10 months until I found out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this up now. And on Friday, I'm going to tell you um, a couple other stories of what happened and, and how, how I found out that he was a complete con artist and what happened to my business and how I got him put in state prison. Uh, Larissa, sadly they are popping up everywhere nowadays. Yeah, this was back in 2009. Uh, but the, yeah, they're popping up, ev they're popping up everywhere. I don't, I don't know why now, the social media maybe, but this, it's fascinating to me because I was so deep in the midst of it and I was so conned by someone um, that it, it, I mean, it, it ruined everything for me and I can see how it can happen to other people because I was there. It happened to me. Um, I don't think a lot of people have stories of it happening to them as uh, significant as it happened to me. And, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to share, share what else happened and, and how he went to state prison in my Friday video. So if you haven't seen the Elizabeth Holmes story on 2020, it's pretty good. Maybe you're not as fascinated by it as I am. I find it completely fascinating, so you should watch it. And I will talk to you on Friday. Okay, thanks for watching. And don't get conned by anyone. Don't do it. Okay, bye.